You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of America's number one daily podcast network, the Locked On Podcast Network. And a lot to get to on a Monday edition of the show. We are back talking BYU sports. What might have been had Selection Sunday actually taken place yesterday, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk some BYU football and catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news like we normally do. So a lot to get to on a Monday edition of the podcast. Today's show brought to you by our good friends over at Spavia. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. And with that rundown out of the way, let's get started. This is Locked on Cougars for March 16th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And it does feel good to be back in the Zone Studios here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Obviously, with the aftermath of the COVID-19 outbreak, the pandemic it's become, the arena underwent just a thorough, deep cleaning over the last five days. We were not able to get into the studios. We are back, and I'm back with you guys coming from those studios. And thanks to you guys who have supported the podcast, even with all the craziness going on. I know it's a crazy time to be a sports fan, considering we're seeing sports that have been canceled outright. The CD the Center for Disease Control putting out yesterday they are discouraging any groups of over 50 from convening for the next two months, the next eight weeks. Well, that means a 30-day hiatus for most of the sports is definitely not going to be enough. And that means we could be pushing on into the summer before we see BYU or any other sports team back in action. And Kind of crazy to think about, but alas, that's what we're doing here. And reminder for you guys that this podcast is available everywhere podcasts are to be found. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Store, just to name some of the hot spots you can find us on. Make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button as we are going to be with you guys each and every day. As I said on the Friday edition of the show and even on the Thursday edition of the podcast, I'm going to be with you guys. We'll come up with stuff. We will have some fun. We'll do some outside-the-box stuff when it comes to BYU sports to keep you guys entertained because sports is meant to be an escape, a release for uh, for people. And without actual sports going on, hoping that this podcast can kind of help fill the void in a way. And thanks in advance for your continued support of the show. Let's start off today talking BYU basketball. Obviously, yesterday would have been Selection Sunday. Four o'clock Mountain Time came and went when the selection show uh, was supposed to take place. Obviously, the NCAA canceled March Madness last week in the aftermath of the pandemic that broke out. And I understand why they did it, because... Because just in how everything's going in this uh, in this day and age, where that we're seeing just numbers fluctuating up and up and up, you know, not fluctuating, they're just going up and up and up when it comes to the coronavirus or COVID nineteen, as it's called. I understand why they canceled things, but let's talk about where BYU might have been because this morning would have been we would have been talking about okay BYU got the five the six the four seed whatever they got and the NCAA uh, did, decided against releasing a bracket due to the incomplete nature of the conference tournaments I believe 19 of the tournaments still had not uh, completed uh, their tournaments by the time they canceled March Madness canceled the conference tournaments etc so the NCAA opted against putting out a bracket but I didn't stop some of the bracketologists some of the foremost minds when it comes to this stuff from putting out their brackets and by and 
large, BYU was any be- anywhere between a five and a six seed. Had a pretty favorable matchup in the first round. Uh, some te- some people projected like the bracket they played it out, and BYU made it to the Sweet 16 in most projections. And I think that if you BYU would have made a run to the Sweet 16, it would have been a great great reason to celebrate because. BYU in their basketball history, by and large, it's been a one, bunch of first and second round exits when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Making it to the Sweet 16 or beyond, it's a pretty rare occurrence for the BYU basketball program. Well, Mark Pope put out a thing yesterday that I think that they collaborated with CBS Sports on, and here's what uh, they would have heard, be, speaking of BYU, had the selection so taken place. Here you go. Next up on the board on this selection Sunday, the Cougars of BYU, headed up by Coach Mark Pope in his first season out in Provo. And Clark, his Cougars made their presence felt in the West Coast Conference. The BYU Cougars, high-octane offense personified, spurtability in spades. They shoot the three, older veteran team, nothing's going to phase them. And in Yoli Childs, they've got a back-to-the-future big who can eat big time in that pain area. The tough out will be the Cougars. Clark, I totally agree. As you know, I've loved this BYU team all season long. The best three-point shooting team in the nation with Jake Toulson and TJ Hawes, Alex Barcelo firing from three around Childs on the inside. And I'm telling you, Clark, if BYU makes the run through the bracket that I expect, the mustache on Zach Selyas is going to be the most famous basketball mustache since Larry Bird's. I like BYU as my sleeper pick to make it to Atlanta. This is a very, very good team. There you go. BYU head coach Mark Pope putting that out on Twitter. Gre- Greg Gumble, Clark, Kellog- Clark Kellogg, excuse me, and Seth Davis uh, from CBS Sports made analyzing their matchup as if BYU were playing in the tournament against the winner of UCLA or Stanford as the sixth seed against a potential 11 seed. And Man, it's disappointing to think about what could have been for BYU basketball, but I completely understand people being hesitant and making sure that everybody's health and their best interests are in mind when it comes to this scary time of life. But I, I it just it would have been cool to see BYU get that six seed. You would have liked to see him play it out. Jake Toulson putting on on Twitter yesterday a, a big thank you to BYU fans. I'm still hopeful the NCAA will revisit uh giving extra eligibility to players who didn't finish out their seasons. I understand it would cause all kinds of issues because of roster management. BYU has seven seniors on this year's squad. How many of them would want to come back for another year in college versus maybe a potential professional career? I don't know, but... I'm hopeful the NCAA allows players to regain a year of eligibility if they so desire for the so-called winter sports, which includes men's and women's basketball. They've already done so. They've already indicated they will do that for the spring sports, speaking of baseball, softball, track and field, golf, etc. So I'm hopeful that the winter sports will get that same relief. Obviously, we'll track that for you guys. And it just it would have been a cool, cool day to be celebrating BYU getting a relatively high seed returning to the NCAA tournament today. But a it's all fantasy at this point, and we like to. This will be the season. 2020 will be the year you look at and say, "Well, okay, com- compared to the Jimmer senior, compared to the Jimmer, Jimmer Fredette senior year when BYU had Brandon Davies been eligible to play, could they made the Final Four run? Who knows? Uh, this year you'll look at and say, could BYU made been that sleeper pick as you heard a guy uh, like Seth Davis say to be that sleeper pick, that dark horse to make the Final Four in Atlanta." 
You never know. But alas, it is what it is, and just wanted to have some fun with it as we talk about that on today's show. Coming up here in just a minute, we're going to talk with Troy Warner, BYU defensive back, uh, playing safety and cornerback throughout his career in BYU. We saw him early on in spring ball before things were postponed indefinitely. Had a chance to catch up with him. We'll get to that conversation here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Spavia. They're located at 10261 South State Street in Sandy, Utah. Great place to go check out if you have any spa needs. They aim to bring the five-star spa resort feel to anybody and everybody at a reasonable price. And I can guarantee you guys, you'll be surprised at their pricing. They offer gift card deals, spa package discounts. They have couples massages and gifts with purchase. So they've got all kinds of different deals. But the best deal they got going right now is they're offering to our Locked On Cougars listeners is that if you buy two gift cards, you get a third of equal value for free. So you buy two $50 gift cards, you get a third $50 gift card for free. It's the best deal they're offering anybody, and it's exclusive here on Locked On Cougars, guys. So make sure to give them a call. Let them know who you are and tell them that you're a Locked On Cougars listener. The phone number for Spavia, 801-424-7566. Once again, 801-424-7566. Let them know that you're a Locked On Cougars listener, and they'll make sure you're taken care of. We're working on some other deals with them, maybe potentially some half-off deals and the like coming up over the days coming days and weeks but this time of year every business can use your help so make sure you give Spavia a call let them know what you're looking for and they'll take care of you guys you don't have to stop in with the whole social distancing trend right now but you can give them a call 801-424-7566 once again a reminder tell them you're a locked on Cougars listener and Spavia will help you guys out give the gift of Spavia and give the gift of ultimate relaxation and pampering that's what you get with Spavia 801-424-7566 all right, guys, had a chance to catch up with Troy Warner earlier on during spring practice for BYU. Obviously, this time, uh, BYU and all college sports on hiatus indefinitely due to the COVID out t- COVID-19 pandemic. But I had a chance to speak with Troy, and he's a guy who has battled through a foot injury that has just been devastating for him. It's that dreaded Liz Frank injury. But I have to say, what I've seen from Troy Warner, at least through the spring practices we saw so far, he looks like a new man. We saw a guy like Taysom Hill take almost two years to get fully back to full health when it comes to a Liz Frank injury, and he's now just absolutely dominating in the NFL. I think Troy Warner is set to make that type of a jump. The question I have right now before we get to this interview is a discussion on this, and we'll talk about this more in depth in the coming days once we get more information on it, but is the college football season going to start on time this year? We're looking at the NFL with the new recommendation from the CDC, according to these reports, the NFL, not the NFL, the NBA, saying that they're not going to start replaying or getting back into action until mid to late June. That means the NBA finals potentially don't end until August. It'd be cool to see BYU and the rest of the college football kick things off immediately after the NBA were to finish up play, but at that point, has the NCAA opened back up for business? Currently, there's a recruiting dark period in a college sports, college football, college basketball, every sport. You, there's a recruiting dead period. You can make phone calls and reach out on social media to prospects, but no visits and or uh, just actual face-to-face communication is allowed right now in the NCAA. So it is going to be very interesting to see how BYU and the rest of college sports approaches this and I hope that BYU football is on for late August, early September, and they're right back into action. We're going to have to 
to keep an eye on that. But as I said, I feel like a guy like Troy Warner, what I've seen in the limited opportunities I had during spring ball to this point to see him, he looks like a new man. His foot speed is back. His ability to plant, go, just to make plays in, in general is back. And I think he is set to make his senior year, his redshirt senior year, exactly what he hopes it to be. And I, it's very exciting. And I'm hoping that everything he has shown so far in spring ball continues on. He doesn't have another recurrence of a foot injury as he gets ready for his senior campaign. But really good to see him out there and playing at a high level. Here you go, my conversation with Troy Warner right here on Locked on Cougars. Troy, let's first off, new number. What's the inspiration? You know, I just felt like I needed a fresh start. Uh, big time year for me. And, uh, you know, I thought, thought, why not bring it back? Older brother wore it. You know, a lot of, a lot of leg- legends have worn the number. So I thought, you know, just why not wear it? The Warner legacy will be number four. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I can respect that. Right. How are you feeling physically? You've missed the majority of the last two seasons coming back from injury, but how do you feel right now? I couldn't feel any better, honestly. Um, it's been a long time since I felt this, you know, strong, fast, and you know, fluid. So I'm glad that I'm feeling, you know, 100% and ready to go. Really. So it was a foot injury, obviously. It's a foot injury. We've seen other players. They some guys come back from it, some guys don't. It just it simply, how t- difficult was it to kind of monitor, go through all that? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is just one of those injuries where you know it's, it nags for just on and on and you can't really do much because it's your foot is a part of your body that holds all the weight and it's hard to maneuver around do what you want to do um with it with it hurting so it, it really just took time and uh like i said i had to learn a lot of patience and i'm just glad that it's over with and that i feel really good now so what are you looking to accomplish this spring um so i really just want to be you know the leader amongst my teammates uh just establish myself as that and then also just playmaking ability uh all the plays that I, that present themselves to me, I want to be able to be the guy that makes those plays and to be known as that as well. So, how different is this defense right now than it has been at any point in your career here? You know, we're just ready to get after it. A lot of guys that have, uh, you know, a lot of tenacity and aggressiveness, and you know, we're just we're just excited. We're we're up to any task that's uh, given to us, and we're just really happy with how it's going right now. Does your other brother critique your play at all? Um, yeah, actually, I, I, I want him to okay, critique yeah. me uh, because obviously how well he's doing in the NFL, he knows a lot about you know how to get there, how to how to be good, um, and so anything that I can learn from him uh, as a role model, you know, I'm up for it because uh, that's essentially that's where I'm trying to get to one day. We've seen you line up in that that hybrid position, that flash position at different points. Is is that something he can help you out with because he played that position at a high level here? Yeah, um, I would say so. Just as far as the zones go, and yeah. knowing knowing uh, you know what how you, how to cover zones, how to read quarterback eyes, how to do different things that'll make me successful at that position. Um, you know, I pride myself on being versatile, and so I'm just glad that I can help the team in any way possible. So. Are you excited for this this spring, like your ability just just to go out there and play. I think it's been the biggest thing, is like just your ability to get on the field. Yeah, um, any time, any any opportunity that I have to play football, you know, a game that I love, I, I, I cherish each moment, and and to do it at a health, at a, you know, a healthy state is yeah. even better for me. Um, so yeah, any time that I can come out here, uh, show my skills, show my talent, and uh, be with my teammates, you know, can't beat it. So. 
We're seeing Diane and Austin. They're moving on now, getting ready for the NFL. What's your relationship with the guys currently in that group right now? Even though with those guys that you can, you, you played with those guys for the majority of your career. But you have some younger guys now. What's your relationship with the guys currently on the team? Um, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of young guys, um, and so, but you know, that doesn't take away from how close we actually are. Um, I've been around a lot of them for a long time still, even even though they're new. So, uh, and it's just an opportunity for me to coach coach them up and teach them, you know, kind of the ropes. And so it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's it's good for me as well. What's your relationship? I know you played safety and cornerback in your career, but what's your relationship with Preston Hadley and Gennaro like? You know, both of them, both of them are really are really fun. They're really good relationships, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm grateful that I've that I've been able to be coached by guys like them. Uh, they bring a lot to the table, and you know, they allow me to just be the player that I am. And so, uh, really grateful for them. They both like to have fun. Who's the more fun-loving or funnier one? I guess I should say. Gosh, that's that's actually hard. Um, <laughs> I will I will not repeat this to either of them. Like, you, you know, I I can't really say honestly. They're yeah. both at the at the same kind of level. Honestly, yeah. they they're both playful, uh, but also you know, when it's business, it's business, and they they're ready to go. So, um, yeah, that's it's fun. <laughs> Troy, thanks so much. Yeah, no problem. There you go, guys. Troy Warner speaking with me. He's wearing the number four this year. Uh, carrying on a family legacy. Obviously, his older brother, Fred, wore the number four during his days at BYU. And Troy decided he wanted a fresh start, as you heard him say, a new start in, in the number four jersey. And I think it's an exciting time for him. And I'm hoping nothing but the best for a kid like Troy Warner. He's got all of the ability in the world. He showed that. There was a reason why he was a four-star prospect out of Mission Hills High School down there in Southern California. And I'm hoping that his senior year, his his redshirt senior year this year, he's able to make that jump that he expects to. He wants to play in the pros like his older brother. He's picking up tips left and right from Fred. What Fred's been able to do in a BYU uniform has been very cool to see But as it carries on now with the San Francisco 49ers where he's a starter. So I think that it's going to be an exciting time to see a kid like Trey Warner hopefully this fall on time getting into action and BYU benefiting from his being back to full health and full go and we'll have more conversations like these like I said I've stockpiled some of these holding on to them and we'll revisit some of the conversations we previously had as well over the coming days and weeks as we talk BYU sports with you guys each and every day we'll stay in the vein with BYU football here in just a second a new commitment via the preferred walk-on program for BYU has been very beneficial an exciting prospect who's only played one year of football we'll talk about him here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that smart devices make our lives so much easier. If you're cooped up at the house, obviously with the social distancing trend going on, well, guess what? You can use your smart devices to listen to this podcast. You know, you don't have to list so much as a finger to do that. All you got to do is tell your smart de- smart device, excuse me, play the latest episode of the Locked On Cougars podcast, and you'll always be up to date with everything going on in BYU sports news. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you guys need to know each and every day, along with the insider information you cannot find anywhere else when it comes to your BYU teams. So make sure to use your smart device. Tell them, play the latest episode of Locked On Cougars, and that way you never miss an episode. And by extension, you'll be the smartest BYU fan in the room. 
All right, guys, we wrap up today's edition of the podcast. Recruiting doesn't stop, and BYU added the commitment of a preferred walk-on from right in their backyard, proverbially, and Kale Mickelson from Pleasant Grove High School. If the name doesn't sound familiar, I understand, but if you're in the call, if you're in the high school basketball ranks, you probably know this young man's name. Mickelson spent most of his career as a prep standout on the hardwoods for the Vikings. I played uh, for the Vikings as they made deep playoff runs in the past three years, but this past season in 2019, he decided to give football a try and was a revelation having never played the sport before. He's got great size for a wide receiver at six foot three, 180 pounds. Well, in his one in one and only year as a senior for Pleasant Grove High School, he had 40 receptions, leading the team with, with that many receptions for 828 yards and 11 touchdowns. Yes, that's his first year playing football, and he is by no means a polished product by by any sense of, in any sense of that word. Fessy Satake gave him the preferred walk-on opportunity to join the BYU football program, and this is a low-risk, potential high-reward addition. As he announced yesterday, he's 100% committed to BYU football on Twitter. You can follow him on Twitter at Kel Mickelson, K-A-E-L-M-I-K-K-E-L-S-E-N if you want to follow him on Twitter. And I think that this is a young man who BYU, if their preferred walk-ons continue to benefit them as well as they have, this could be another guy. Dax Milne, who's expected to be one of the top receivers for BYU this year, started out his BYU career as a preferred walk-on, is now on scholarship. If BYU continues to have success with their preferred walk-on program as it stands right now, they're going to have guys who are going to be willing to take the year or two that it might take for them to get a scholarship, pay the lower uh tuition at BYU, etc. The overall cost of attendance at BYU is much lower than most programs, and they'll take that bet on themselves, knowing, hey, guess what? If I prove myself, I'll be on scholarship. It's something that BYU can use to bolster their ranks via not having to invest a scholarship into a young man they feel like is a diamond in the rough, and that's what Kel Mickelson appears to be. Had great stats in his one and only year playing football at the prep level. And if a guy like Fessy Satake sees something in this young man, I would bet that they think they can pull it out of him. And that should be exciting if you're a BYU fan. So Kale Mickelson, the latest addition to BYU's 2020 recruiting class, I guess we'll call it, as a preferred walk-on athlete. He'll be joining BYU this fall, uh, barring any mission plans. I have not heard anything in terms of uh, his plan for a mission, etc. But I think this is a fantastic, fantastic addition, just as a low-risk, potential high-reward option for BYU in the recruiting ranks. And of course, we'll have all that covered for you in the coming days and weeks. We'll have conversations with recruits, commits, etc. Because we're going to be with you guys each and every day. I've said it before. And I'll say it again. We're just going to keep doing this each and every day to help you guys have a little bit of an escape without BYU or other sports going on in the interim. And that's exciting. And one thing before we go here is I wanted to uh, give a shout out to Jordan at Jordan Jall on Twitter. He said, uh, so this is the message he sent me on my, in my DMs the other day. He said, new listener to Locked on Cougs and have really enjoyed your coverage and insight the last few months. After hearing your last few podcasts, I'm a fan for life. So cool to stay committed and give a sports fan some content when most others are taking a break. Taking a break, excuse me. Appreciate what you do. That's what I do this for, guys. People like Jordan who reach out and give us those uh, ratings and reviews, leave us a note via social media. That's why I do this. And I, like I said, this this time of year with all these sports on hiatus, there's not a lot to do. And I, I trust me, 
I'm as big of a sports fan as anybody out there. Ask my wife. I, I, I disappear for large chunks of seasons just because I'm watching so many games. And my wife understands what I'm doing, but at the same time, without these sports going on, I feel a little bit lost. And I'm guaranteeing I'm not the only one in that regard. And we'll be with you guys each and every day talking BYU sports. So thanks to Jordan. Thanks to all of you who have supported this podcast and will continue to support it in the coming days and weeks and months as we wait for games to resume. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. It's been brought to you today in part by our good friends at Spavia, 10261 South State Street in Sandia. In Sandia, excuse me, here in Utah. Give them a call, 801-424-7566. Let them know you're a Locked On Cougars listener and they'll make sure you're taken care of for all of your spa needs. We'll talk to you guys later. I hope you guys are all having a great Monday, regardless of where you're at, if you're actually working or if you're working from home. Whatever you got going on, hope you guys are all having a great Monday and we'll of course be talking to you soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for March 16th, 2020, and we will talk to you tomorrow.